It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. What it is. Who? Uh, welcome to Tyrus and the Wiseman. Uh, special guest today, uh, my partner in crime, the great Black Jeezy. Jeezy, what it is. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. Definitely. So, so for, the, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, which is hard, uh, given the response on social media oh. and whatnot, um, Jeezy, uh, you haven't seen him with me in the last couple of pay-per-views. Uh, because we're uh, dealing with a with a health issue. Uh, first of all, um, how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling pretty strong today. Feeling positive, mentally strong. My mobility is good, which is a great thing. Um, it, it puts you in a position where you 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 need help. You need people to sort of wait on you and things like that. And I'm not that type of person. I'm used to being the one on the go, helping everyone else out. So this situation, it was a tough adjustment for me because I have to sit back and really just allow uh, myself to be taken care of. Right, which but, is you know, which is hard. So for those who don't know, um, the doctor's diagnosis was uh, multiple myeloma, which is uh, cancer of the plasma cells. So basically. Um, what this cancer does, it causes bone damage and it leads to bone pain and fractures. So originally what I thought was happening was that um, I was having a really bad back issue, which in wrestling is um, common. Yep. Yep. Very common. common. And, and a lot of us athletes, we sort of we sort of um, gauge how we feel. We don't. Um, I guess we can be a bit stubborn as far as like going to the doctor. Oh, horrible. We see. Are, are, are we able to are we able to move yeah we good can we walk yeah we good so we're good but then it got to the point where everything that i would normally try when i'm like injured just wasn't working and i just knew i had to get to the er so we went to the er <clears throat> got blood work done and that's when it came up and i was diagnosed with this it's april the first i think it was so it hasn't been a long time but to me it feels like forever yeah well uh, i went through a pri- yeah but- i mean you've been you've been working uh, as a wrestler um, for over a decade. I mean, you've been been on the go your entire career, so you don't stop. You know, and the, some one of the most, and I think uh, everyone on this panel can uh, attest to this, when you're on the road as much as we are, you work in towns or shows or whatever, no matter what organization you're in, whether it's indies or WWE, um, when it stops – there's a you're, there's a sense of loss like you just don't know what to do with yourself because uh, you're always on the go and now all of a sudden you're not and time kind of stands still. Right, exactly. So like when you're not on the go, that's when your body says, "Whoa, time out, what's going on?" Right. Where's the banging and bumping? So that's when your body sort of uh, maybe sh- I don't know if shut shuts down is the right term, but the, your body is used to getting banged around. So when it's not, your body is like, "Time out, what's going on?" Right. So yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a brain thing because at one point we've all as wrestlers have wrestled 
three and four days a week and, and had to do that. And when we slowed down and then had our next match, um, we all walk out of the ring and go, holy crap, like that's, right. that hurt <laughs> compared to, yeah. and, and a lot of it now I think is, you know, your brain's finally starting to slow down and realize what we do to ourselves when we step into the ring. It's also, right. um, uh, EC3's with us, right? I'm here, baby. Yeah. The the day you realize that you're mortal, I think, and I, and I know that sounds stupid, but it's not. Uh, because you wrestle hurt, you work hurt, you don't have time to bleed, as the great Jesse the Body Ventura would say. Uh, and then there's that moment where the doctor basically lets you know uh, that you're mortal. You know, that you got stuff going on, and you can't just put some tape on it and tell them, work my arm tonight, brother, because my leg is uh, sore. And I think, uh, I think, now I know uh, EC3's had some uh, some I- injury issues. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this one for sure, because even from our perspective as the athlete, as the undergo wrestler, okay, if I tear an ACL, I know something happened. I'm right. at the doctor, all right, I, MRI. It's torn. Okay, so I'm getting surgery and I'm back in six months. Is that what you're saying? Yep, usually. Oh, this is torn? Got it. I'm out four months. Rehab, get it. It sucks, but I can do it. Right. But I had to deal with this time with this like atrophy. And it was like kind of neurological in a way and almost even mental to an extent. And nobody could tell you what was going on. So that was really my diagnosis of being mortal as well. To find out like, okay, I don't know what's happening. Nobody can really help me. What, what do I do now? And then is this a time where it's going to be over? The answer is absolutely not because I'm right. better than ever, but it was that time. And, you know, it still is. It's not 100%. Each day gets better. Each day, different treatments. And kind of going off the grid with the normal medical field has helped me maybe trying new things and different things. And like Jesus talking about, even something simple as mobility is a great deal. Yeah, you know, that's great. Now, Trevor, I can't uh... – have you been hurt, like mistime hurt? I have been very blessed that the only time I got hurt when I wrestled, when I was wrestling for Harley before WWE, um, was a neck injury. I got somebody went to jump off the rope and give me a top rope DDT and just two, I was an inch off and literally spiked myself. Um, had to carry me to the back. Uh, couldn't move my neck. Three weeks later, I went to Japan, and Harley told me to kayfabe it because if I wanted to come back, I couldn't go over injured. Right. But other than that, bro, I've been very blessed, knock on wood, when it comes to injury. Um, Very blessed. But I'm also, I think I know my limitations as well, too, and sometimes, you know, I I try to stay within that realm. But that... uh, Wrestling is what it is. You're going to get hurt one way or another. Aaron, I can't. Uh, you had some mental issues, but nothing anything physical that I can remember. Well, you said had, and uh, I'm glad to <laughs> show you think that this is in the past. Thank you, Tyrus. And uh, no, I've, uh, again, with Trevor, I've been very blessed. The only thing that really has bothered me is uh, my vocal cords occasionally get swollen from oh spitting God. all that ism, if you know what I'm saying. My vocal cords. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, the truth hurt. You right. know what I mean? Uh, Even about to the guy telling it. That's all. <laughs> well, you broke my leg once on Monday Night Raw. I never really got over that. No, matter of fact, our SummerSlam match never happened because of it. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. 
Yeah, don't ever, don't ever, don't ever trick the agents that think you broke your leg. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, I've been be. I mean, just like things happen. Uh, guys drop kick me in the knee, and then uh, you know, I remember walking through the airport. I couldn't bend my knee, and it was swollen. But I was like, I got five days to get right uh, before I got to go back on. So, uh, but I, I myself have been lucky not to have any major injuries in the ring. Uh, just wear and tear stuff. But, you know, in, in Jeezy's case, this has nothing to do with the ring, you know. And I think that's maybe the most difficult thing and one of the reasons why um, I asked Jeezy to come on was just, you know, we always talk about, uh, Trevor is always talking about the, the brother check, you know, checking yeah. on each other, making sure we're good. Because one of the, one of the, and one of the worst things about being um, an athlete or an entertainer or in the case of wrestling, a little bit of both is you're when you're out there, you, you know it. It's it's one of the greatest feelings. Crowds in booing, cheering you, or whatever the case may be. But you're you're part of it. You know uh, that that is a great escape. And then when the lights are gone, the crowd's gone, and you're left uh, to your own devices, and you're dealing with something. Not just the injury you got to worry about. You got to watch signs of depression. You know you got to watch signs of of uh, what am I going to do? You know because. Uh, I, my always thing was like I could never say, "Hey, I can't wrestle tonight because I'm beat up." Because I was always under the impression that when I do that, next man up, and I'm out of a job. Yeah. You know, and um, yep. and that was you know it was fun when when Jeezy and I when he first called me and told me what he was going through. The thing that he kept one of the things he mentioned was he was like, "What did I lose my spot? Do you think?" And I and I was just like, "Not nah, the hell, no." You know, no. World, you know, but. Um, that is a real thing. Like you have to watch depression. You have to watch because it's hard to heal when you're depressed. It's hard to, you know, and when you're getting hit with the C word, uh, it means so many things to so many different people, you know, and um, that fight, you got to be at your best and you got to surround yourself uh, with people that care about you and want what's best for you and not going to put you in situations or make you feel like you still have to prove something because you don't got to prove shit in the ring, Jeezy. Uh, you know, I learned my lesson when I teased you in your little white pants and said, you can't, you can't do no drop kick off the top rope. And, uh, a match with Sion, <laughs> he hit him with that drop kick and he didn't even, and he literally, did you see it? Did you see it dog? Yeah, man. Can you get out of the ring so I can win? Uh, <laughs> hey, I showed you. Yeah, he did. Hey, I, did I ever question you again? <laughs> Nope, not nope, at all. nope. And I was just teasing him, you know, cause he, cause one thing about Jeezy is he's a sharp dresser. He, he's he a, he's yeah. a sharp dresser. Like his his oh, yeah. his dress yeah. game is strong. He's not like where I just you know I'm. Dusty Rose was my role model. He wore whatever the hell he wanted to whenever he came to work. But uh, but uh, Jeezy's uh Jeezy's game is uh strong. You know, but uh, it's uh we definitely miss you, man. But uh, we're glad that you are staying home, uh, listening to your better half, listening to the doctors, and uh, you know. We're going to fight, you know, you're going to fight through this. And, uh, you know, and here's the thing. One of the things that we all think about, wrestling ends for all of us at some point. And by no means I'm saying your wrestling career is over because I told you, man, you you can talk all day, all night. You can call Matt. There's a million things you can do, not just in the sport of wrestling, but uh, in life. And that goes for all of us. You know, there's going to come a point uh, where we have to move on from things and it will be the skill set that we developed in wrestling that's going to help us. Uh, get to the next level and and to move on to mm-hmm. other things in our lives and that's the true and when I look when I think of what the true merit of a star is 
uh, is when you're able to become a star in any other in anything else, not just what you're doing now. You know, and anyone, you know, especially with writing and acting in movies, if you, you get put in the lead role, it doesn't always mean that you're the best guy out there. It just means you have the look and, and the guys writing it want to want to do some things with you. And then when you get out of it, uh, that's the real test. And I, I think, Jeezy, whatever you decide to do, uh, barring once you get a full recovery, um, whether it's in the ring still or calling stuff or getting into acting or uh, I don't know talking politics on Fox, whatever you decide to do, uh, I think you'll reach the same high levels that you're reaching wrestling because, you know, up until this time, like we, uh, we got, a, we were getting a lot of attention and a lot of the success of the NWA and my rise to become champ, uh, you are one step away and you are 50% responsible for it. You know, uh, the time we spent working on things and figuring things out and weeding people out to get to where we needed to go, um, and I got to be honest, man, the first time I walked out on the, on the last pay-per-view, I felt, felt a little naked. You know, I was like, man, where's, you know, but I understand the task at hand. So as there, when you look at, when you look at um, this situation, sometimes one, when things get, seem the roughest, there's, there's, you, get to, you get exposed to positive things that you never would have seen before. Like, uh, you, obviously, you're spending more time at home, so you get more time with the family. How's that been? It's been really good, and you know my fiance, man, she's been uh, she's been great throughout the whole process. Uh, we have a four year old running around, and it's great to spend more time with her. <clears throat> yeah. So fa- family life is really good, you know. Although I, I'm I'm used to being on the road and things like that, but as far as like wrestling goes, like like right now at the moment. I don't know. I feel like my bump card is full, but as far as like every, but as far as everything else, like the talking and everything that goes with that, my brain is still strong. Yeah, with that. I think so you'd like be a great agent. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got a great mind for the game. You can call any match you wanted to. Um, yeah, you know, and you should um, know that when it was announced to all the boys um, at the meeting. The first thing everybody asked TZ is when you were coming back. Yeah, that's that, great. That, yeah, that's great. To hear. Yeah, that all the boys wanted to know, like, what's his timeline to come back? So there's a lot of people pulling for you and wanting you to get back to work with us. What's this great. Yeah, I mean, well, we miss you too. Me, me especially, TZ, because I mean, yeah, we just got started. We yeah, I, I know, saw man. the success you and Tyrus had. And I obviously want to replicate that. I am obviously following Tyrus' footsteps. I yeah. am obviously milking him for what he's worked as I make my climb under this ladder. But you guys uh, did. You know, I did all right too, EC3. There, you know, Tyrus ain't the only, you know, world champion, you know, that held that belt, you know. So right, but he's most the only one seen. Of them that a redneck path works too. I'm just saying. Yeah, but there's more lights. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but Jeezy, I got to be honest hey, with you, man. As soon as Aaron found out uh, that you were going to be on the men, he came up to me and says, so you're looking for a manager, huh? So he probably uh, did the same thing with EC3. What can I say? Jeezy? <laughs> what the hell can I say? You know? Hey, man, Aaron, Aaron favorite <laughs> opportunist, man. He's doing his thing. Yeah. The three, the, the, the over man. The brand party, it? man. It was, it, it was just well, getting going, man. It was, uh, it's, man you know, man. and... um no, and of course Austin Idol was like, "Hey, so uh, you, I guess I should go out with you." <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> you stand right there. I'll be right back. 
But um, I mean, if I could be if I could be fair, I don't hate the idea that we were down the road and maybe Aaron did try to sneak into Jeezy's spot, but then maybe he did call me and I'm hanging out with Aaron and we're just you know crushing it and killing it and we're putting the boots maybe Tyrus I don't know hypothetically and then there comes Jeezy making save, stunning uh, us into complete fucking dust. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, it it's a lot, it's, it does. It's a lot that can be done, and then you know even like because like you guys know that like when I was like put primarily in a manager role, like there were days where like, I was We like, talked about that a lot. Wrestle. Like, man, I want to wrestle, I want to yep. wrestle, but then- Why is Jeezy? Like, Being a manager is great. It, it is, it is. And like, as time went on, I started like embracing it more. And then like, um, I had a talk with, uh, with our great director of talent relations and he put things in perspective. Oh, uh, Mercule? Like, <laughs> 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 and it made me embrace it even more so the last taping that i did uh, i think it was tampa right yeah tampa. yeah, yeah. i walked i walked in completely completely ready to just be a mouthpiece embracing it and and that made that entire taping great for me so when we had the match i i, I my mindset was like oh cool this is an added bonus and it's helping the brand partnership. So that's why, like... Um, Are you talking about the scrimmage? Yep. Yeah, well, I, I, now I got to live with the fact that you got a W over me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like, like I, I completely love the idea of being able to talk because, like, a lot of my favorites were talkers, like Flair, Tully Blanchard, Jake the Snake. I mean, the list goes on and on, you know, and being a strong talker, MVP is another one, like... Being a strong talker in this field can lead to so much. So many other, other things. Fields. You know, you know and Irish, you, you're yourself successful in the wrestling business, but you're successful in every other aspect. So being a strong talker, knowing how to adapt the situation and get your point across, that can definitely bring. Well, Arn Anderson always says, if you got, if you can make money on the can, you can make money anywhere. And he's talking about the microphone. So it's definitely, yeah. it's definitely true. So like acting. Uh, shows everything that involves talking and getting my point across, you know, communicating. That's definitely what I'm aiming to do. Because a match is a promo and a promo is a match. If you wrestle right, you're telling a story. You know, it's not about moves. Uh, Unfortunately, people don't get that anymore. But I'm glad they do because, you know, the biggest thing is one of the things that's making NWA very different is we have a lot of storytelling matches. Yep. You know, and as they call it, I, a lot of people like to call it. Oh, I used to get offended by the word wrestling. I didn't like that. I always felt like a guy was being a smart ass mark when he's like, "You a wrestler?" and I'm, I want to slap him. Um, but now it's coming to the point where oh, NWA is different. It's old school wrestling, you know, and um, they enjoy the stories. And we're not having a whole lot of hurricanranas, and we know how EC3 feels about planchas. So. Uh, <laughs> actually, I actually did one in Mexico last weekend just to. Because I was sick of people doing them. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it better. And I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. Hey, folks. It's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services Marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house. 
whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. You know what's cool, though, about like with NWA like versus really any other wrestling company? Managers get their props there. So yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, like there's a couple different. Even the bad ones. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but, um. It's just really cool to like uh, across the show, they enhance the product, but like it doesn't feel like it's oversaturated. Now, there again, a couple you can trim some fat, of course, but um, no, if they were you know, dogs, I, I'd take them out in the woods and shoot them. Well, hey, you know, <laughs> come see, come saw. Yeah, um, with uh, I don't know, with NWA, I just think it's cool. And like when when Jeezy said you talked to uh, it was Pat Keeney, right? Yeah, uh, yep. talent relations yep. guy, yeah, right? Yep. So Simon Dean. <clears throat> Yeah, because, like, Pat had that same conversation with me, and, like, no matter what, and, and I'm, I'm very kind of jovial and lighthearted, there was that part of me that when they said, hey, you should be a full-time manager, were you second-guessed yourself? Right. Yep. Yeah, you were know you like, what? You you both did that, and uh, I think we both had conversations, you know, and um, one of the things that I said was to Jeezy is, like, the main event ain't the main event without you. Oh, no. You know? No. And if you look at the success and the the growth of uh, blunt force trauma, they're just the mass brothers beating people up. And with Aaron telling their verbal story, it just makes them that much more uh, vicious looking. And at the same time, uh, you know, you got to go through them to put hands on Aaron. I mean, except for the fact I got this great photo of you in a, a full Nelson screaming like a little child. But uh, I, I'm going to post that this week. Actually, I'm going to see if I can get that to be the cover of this podcast. But um, I'm just a manager. That was uh, no, that was unceremoniously attacked. That was awful. You know, yeah, the way I, your I, eyeliner I was running and you were screaming and carrying on. It was like uh, it was chaos. Yeah, it, it was complete chaos. Very disappointed. Did, uh, by the way, did you break out of that? You know what? It's so it's so funny. Of course, after they went off the air, I valiantly, you know, did the thing. I, I put my hips forward, thrusted the elbows back. I I, I sat yeah. out of it. I broke it and mastered shoot, ran. Shoot style. Shoot he style. Ran. He ran. And uh, you know, again, but there's 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 more legal issues. I'm just a manager. I'm not a wrestler. Just like Jeezy, right? I mean, but Jeezy wants to wrestle and is Luke here? Range. Yeah, I'm just damn man, man. Well, like. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, like at 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 the moment, I, I'm good. I, I think my bump card is full. But what I really want to do is manage and talk because, like, like growing up, there's two things I wanted to do. I wanted to be a pro wrestler and an actor. So, like, being a manager, that's a combination of both. The wrestling is also, but 
Mm. It's like um, it's it's that, that's true. Talking talking is like it's so character based, and you can just it, it's like you can get more out of the story being able to talk. And like um, going back to a point that Tyrus made, it's like with blunt force trauma and Aaron, like um, like being a strong talker, it when when, when you have the gift of gab, it helps the matches. It helps the entire story. It helps everything because you 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 you're pretty much telling the audience what it's going to be about so like when those characters are over you know what i'm saying when you go into those matches it makes it so much easier it makes it so much better because the crowd is ingrained into the story already so when Dude, you go I, out I, there and, and you know it, it, it it's 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 a good place to be in you hey know, Luke, let me I, ask I you a question now. um was we know your passion for wrestling second to none was there was acting always part of the plan or was that something that came along later was it like? Oh no, no! Like I mean, of course you always want to be an actor, but uh, no, it came along, you know, after the wrestling. It, it was it was because of wrestling I got into acting. But uh, to go off of Jesus' point, I think being a, a good talker is the most important thing you could be in wrestling. Even better than a good wrestler, because when you talk, you command. If you're a good talker, you command attention, and you can lead them any which way you want them, love you or hate you, right? Yep. And you can get over. You don't necessarily exactly. have to be a good wrestler to get over and right. draw money. And that's been proven over and over again. How many great wrestlers that couldn't talk but couldn't draw money so they couldn't draw money? Right. Yeah. You know, so I think where that talking comes in is, is like the most valuable thing you can have. And obviously, you know, Tyrus and Jesus, y'all both are crushing it. They're Aaron, another one, just like always crushing it. So I look up to y'all, all three of y'all on that aspect. Well, you ain't got to look up to Jeezy. As a man. The manager too. Oh, sure. Manager too can craft themselves to be an attraction by using their voice and by not being full time or just regular in the ring, where they see all the time. You create moments and you can create an atmosphere and you can create a big fight feel when you do step in the ring. And I think uh, you can also protect guys. Be an attraction. Yep. Because main event is an attraction. You gotta, and it's a and it's a lost art. No, it's yeah, a thousand percent, it is. They they think Absolutely. they think the manager's job is to interfere in a match. That's not that's not the point. Like it's to build the match, and and at the same time, you protect guys. You got a big guy who looks the part. He can work a little bit, but he can't talk. So you put a small mouth. You put a manager in front of him to do the talking for him, and you think about right. J.J. Dillon and and Paul Jones and and uh, Ellering with the Legion of Doom. Although, I, you know, whenever Hawk grabbed the mic, I stopped moving. You know, I was like, whatever he's <laughs> going to say, I'm going to listen to it because I just loved how he was always. He always had a cool anecdote, and he always started with a well, you know, and that, and you just you got hype listening to him talk. But uh, right. but uh, Paul Ellering, yeah. Cool. The cool thing about those managers that you brought up and the things that Jeezy does is he doesn't take the attention for himself. He puts it towards his wrestler. Jeezy, like, you get it. And I'm going to go back to mine and Tyrus's match we had in St. Louis. We knew what kind of effect it would have for me to slide out and DDT you on the floor. And when we brought that idea to you, you were, yeah, let's do it. It was totally selfless. You knew what was needed. They for thought the, the match was over. Yeah, they, they thought it was a, like the quickest heavyweight championship match. You know. Yeah, and a lot of 
people nowadays are so focused on what they can get in and what attention they can bring to themselves. And I think that's what kills managers. Whereas you don't, bro. Your attention always goes back to your wrestling, which brings ultimately brings you a part of the fold. Right. You know, and selfishly, uh, you know, the the EC3 thing, because we were su- we're such a good tandem, but I but I also was I was also concerned that 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 my rise or whatever the Star- hell you want to call it right, right. was going the to yeah, was going to stop you from reaching where you needed to go. And and I was you know, I was like the last thing I wanted to do was not be with Jeezy because you made my job a lot easier, but at the same time, I also felt like the way we fed off each other in promos was special. But I also knew that you against me makes money, you know, draw, especially right. with, you know, with someone, when you get with someone like EC3, who him and I have a history, uh, he's a proven uh, champion. He's a champion again. Um, and right. it, and no one knows me better than you do so story-wise uh, and we just did it differently you didn't you didn't betray me you didn't you know you didn't hit me with a chair you didn't do anything you just added another uh person to your uh stable and started focusing your attention on them and that and that is more what real in life than anything because that's usually what happens yeah you know yeah, it's called realism like wow you it know doesn't have to be complicated that's wow believable real wrestling holy crap what, what an idea what a good what a good best what a good business man <laughs> to have a vested interest in multiple people rising to the top of the card like right. either way what? he wins yeah you know? like you can't have you always. can't have one guy <laughs> the nwa is never going to get the the they don't have the universe, you know, they, they, where we have to build each other. This is the only way it works. You got to have five guys that can go, you know, and uh, I've, you know, talked with everybody, you know, because another guy that I was uh, trying to find a way was Luke because uh, work-wise he doesn't need any help. Talking, he can go. I like the fact that he's kind of like, an, he's angry all the time. And I was like, why are we not using that? Why are we not using that? And <laughs> Um, it's real. No, no, but it's but at the same time, you put Luke with a guy like Jeezy or Aaron, who his it, it just makes it makes money. You know, just you build because once the bell rings, he's going to do his thing. You know, and it just EC three doesn't even want to talk for him, but it just at when your heavyweight champion is six eight and three hundred and fifty pounds, and it's a numbers game, and all of a sudden, like oh, Jeezy's with this guy and he knows him, it just. It, the more guys you have that are that are building and you're building, that's your job as champ. You want to leave it uh, a little better than when you know when you're done. When someone gets me to tap or counts three, and my reign is over, uh, you want it to be in a situation because then you know at that point you start thinking about retirement or you think about taking some time off and figure things out or whatever whatever you know. I, I don't know as a champion, I haven't lost so. Uh, you know, because I surrendered my television title. I, I, you know, yes, Trevor beat me in '73, but uh, I know you're going to bring it up. I know you're going to bring it up. Well, so does EC3 and uh, Jeezy, and uh, so so does uh, Aaron. Aaron. He got me in the WWE one time. He rolled me up. Oh, (laughs) 
And uh, I haven't, uh, Luke and I haven't had the pleasure of wrestling uh, in NWA uh, yet or whatever. But uh, there is, you want to have guys ready to go. You don't want to be the the, the champ who doesn't want to work to make everybody better or as best you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't have magic seeds in my bag, you know, and I, oh, I made this guy. No, no, no. It's just about giving opportunity for guys to hit home runs, too. There's plenty to go around. And the, yep. the more people that want to see everybody, more people show up. Some people want to come to see if Trevor's going to kick my ass, you know, and some people are going to see if I'm going to beat him. And that's what you want. That's what wrestling is. That's You want people to boo you and cheer you and, and come watch you. And we've been very uh, successful. We've, we're selling out our events. We're our numbers are up, you know, and that's because it's not because of one guy. It doesn't work that way, you know. And, uh, you know, Jeezy was a huge part of it. And then to the point where Jeezy was now going to start working with other guys because he was legitimately, um, and it's going to burn a little bit, Aaron, he was the top manager in the company just based off championships. I'm not, no, no, I'm not arguing with that. I, I just started managing. Jeezy's been at this a while. In fact, I studied Jeezy quite a bit. It's, uh, it's true. I'm, I'm not going to debate. That explains the shoes. <laughs> what shoes? Your your hood shoes, the zebra stripes or whatever the hell they are. Those aren't hood. Those are rock and roll. I uh, I actually <laughs> bohemian chic or boho chic is the actual name of the uh, the fashion genre they're in. But it's uh no to your point by the way. Like what uh what we were saying. Like EC3 and I actually had this moment where we were doing something at the last tapings. And um, it, it was kind of like something that the match was, uh, you know, the finish was contingent upon that. And um, it took us about what, E, like two minutes to come up with a plan? Yeah, I'd say a minute and a half almost. I think we're, yeah, it was very quick. Yeah, <laughs> and then, like, you came up to me after he was like, it's so nice doing this with pros. And, uh, you know, right. being a manager, I'm not really in the trenches as much as I used to be, but, like, how difficult it can be sometimes when people – don't get it. And like, that's why, like with G's like, and we were talking before we, uh, you know, started the show, how he just instantly fit in because he understood what this industry is in particular. And it was just, uh, yeah, the first, awesome for the show, the first promo that we cut as a group with Austin and everybody. And when Jeezy spoke, as soon as we walked through the curtain, I said, you're with me. <laughs> I, I like, heard that story. Yeah. I was like, bro, this, you're a star, man. Like you with me, like uh, the business cards, the he had, you know, uh, his, his style, the way he was talking. And it was just like, dude, this dude brings a whole other level to the game and uh, wanting to share mic time. Because, again, when you get on that podium, it's time for individual achievement. But when you see somebody that can add and and bring it to the next level, uh, I don't need to talk for three minutes. I can talk for a minute and a half and have Jeezy take it home. And in doing that, you're you're building something to where you've got two guys that can challenge each other. And what do you want to talk about? I don't know. What do you, you know? What wow me? Let's just go out there and see what happens. That is my favorite thing to do. You know, uh, to mess with Kyle is like, what do you guys want? Just ask me a question, Kyle. Your reporter, Jeezy, and I will figure it out. Just no math a questions. Collaborative effort, right? Collaborative right. effort of being like the like minds on the same page and. The- the fear, it's not a fear, but the the not knowing and just seeing what happens. That's like that's the excitement for guys like us at this point. Yeah. And well, we've we, we can script it, we can work it out in the back, or we can feel it and we can do it and it'll be better. I mean there's there's yeah. 
there's a risk. You know, you tell a guy like Freeman, wow me. Um, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Yeah. Uh, Plunkett, Plunkett answered me on Twitter. I think Plunkett's going to go after his hair. Uh, Luke, Uh-oh. you weren't here last week. I put a bounty on Freeman. Oh, my God. Yeah. For his mullet. For his He deserves it. Anybody deserves a bounty. See? See? Told you. Told you. <laughs> Told you. The last the last taping, Freeman came up to me. He's like, hey, man, can I ask you a question? I'm like, oh, God. Sure, buddy. What's up? <laughs> He's like, does Irish have it out for me now or something? I'm like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Thousand percent. Hey, he was praying his girlfriend around backstage. Remember, he got that girlfriend. His, 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 probably, I think Little China? No, no, it wasn't oh, China. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a different girl. Oh, I think that's I think that's a different girl because she wasn't Jack when uh, she wasn't Jack when I seen her. And uh, unless unless you know unless maybe vitamins and whatnot, uh, a lot yeah, of kale. Who knows? She probably yeah, got yeah. some kind of a fitness. Routine. I think if you eat liver, <laughs> I think if you eat liver, I think liver will make you jacked. No, that's how I got jacked. I eat yeah. whole testicles. It's yes, not as test. a matter of fact, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it, hey, if it works, you know, it's food is fuel. It's not supposed to be fun. It's not all about corn fructose syrup, which, by the oh, way, I think if you, if you soaked them in, in that, I still think you'd be like, yeah, this is balls. No matter how you, however you fricassee it up or whatever seasoning you put on it, it's still sheep balls. Like, you know, where no I live at down here, they have called what they call a testicle festival. Really? And it is literally, yes. I man. bet that's a ball. Yeah, you know, the cold <laughs> part ball, is bro. every year Aaron so shows fun. up, he's pissed because he thought it was something else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I bet he just goes like, ah, oh, nuts. Man. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, I did have to remind y'all that bump Jeezy took off the top of the cage that time. Oh. Oh, man. Man. Man, that, that, that was those days where, like, you're in the Indies. And you just want to be seen, so you just do pretty much hey, anything. I showed, you know. I showed, I showed, I showed that clip more than I showed my son jumping off the mall. Hey, <laughs> I, I'm the last. I'm the last time I saw Luke work. You took that crazy bump hitting the back rope, where you like. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. I was like he's dead. There is no way because the rate of speed in which you were going. Uh, I was like, he's dead. He's got to be dead. But uh, not so much. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned. Every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. But, uh, yeah, like, um, 
crazy well, bumps. I wish Freeman would take a crazy bump. I should take <laughs> actually speaking of of indie matches. Um, and then Jeezy, you can just put the uh, the stop to this anytime. Um, and I don't want to ma- mention names or anything, but there was a a video <laughs> when Jeezy just had enough. Oh, I and, love that Jeezy. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, that was like I, I had not laughed that hard. I have never because... seen somebody come at somebody, get slapped, and then just not want to be there anymore. I'd never he seen that anymore. His decision. Jeezy like, oh, slapped him, and he just didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> and the match hadn't started yet, but he did not want to be there anymore. He's like, "All right, lights, thanks for coming out. Let's go home." This dude ain't playing like uh, that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, Jeezy. Sometimes Jeezy. Jeezy. I, I don't know if I have a. That, I, I remember. I, I remember the situation, and uh, you know, it was years ago. I was I was still young in the game, still a bit greenish, thinking oh. that uh, I wasn't I wasn't following the the pro wrestling. Um, there's a certain way you do things in, in pro wrestling, and there is a way that you do things. Well, there's like, tradition, respect. Right, 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 right. So I wasn't I wasn't following the the tradition and the respect of what we do in pro wrestling. That was really no from West Philly coming out, and you know I, I was I, I was disrespectful. I was wrong for it, but at the time I felt like I wasn't wrong. But it was a long time ago. It's water under the bridge now. Well, it's not like he's gonna not like he's gonna come at you, right? (laughs) You know that (laughs) that uh, was that that was that disagreement was over real quick. Slap the shit out of here. But uh, but both of us, I'll flip this now. Well, both of us are both of us are older, we're mature, grown men. So you know that was just something that that happened in the journey years ago. You know, but as far as far as I'm concerned, me and that gentleman, we're good. And also the young lady that was involved in it. We're all good too. So you know, it's just one of those life lessons you li- you live and learn. You know. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hey, before y'all brought this up, before y'all brought this up, I was about to just say how great of a person that was because when I first went to Philly and I went to CZW from the XPW locker room, back then there was a lot of heat and there was like the East Coast West Coast war and it was you know it was all kinds of shit talking and uh, you know they were everybody was really fighting each other. They had it was just disarray, man. And then uh, I was, when I first went to CZW, I was super, like, I guess, you know, a little nervous because I didn't know who was going to be cool, who wasn't. And Nell pretty much gave me the shirt off his back, man. He was one of the OGs that was right up front and, and, and from day one, you know. And then uh, we got along and we started working out. Just He was just one of those dudes who was just, like, from day one, was always respectful, always cool, actually, if you need anything, want to show you around and just, like, so I was gonna say thank you for that because you you were you know you were always a not only are you a good friend but you are a good person and I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Always thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. It's hard to be a week. good person, isn't it, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> I need goals. I need. I have a goal with... for you: shave what? Freeman's head. <laughs> I think, think if I'm it came from you, that level? you need to look at it like a Full Metal Jacket. Okay. I'm handing you a bar of soap <laughs> and a sock, okay? Can I subcontract the hit out? Has and he, somebody needs to beat Gomer Pyle. Can Private Pyle the needs a beating. Okay. I mean, 
could we creatively like pitch this to him as like this great idea for a big push? Hey, join me. You know, I said yeah. this idea where we got to jump you and you know, just shave your head, man. That's all we got to do. And yeah. You're hey. over. He'd do it live on the podcast. He would do it live on his podcast. It would be my dead body if that so-called human being ever was on my podcast. I would be dead, (laughs) cremated, and I would find a way back. I would find a way back, uh, reach through the screen, and choke everyone responsible. And I'm taking everybody with me. I I don't know why Aaron suggested that. I think he would be the only guy – that you could actually say, hey, come on the podcast and shave your head. And he wouldn't quite compute that it's just audio. <laughs> I, no, I'm not kidding. Well, I'm not kidding. maybe if you have Mercule managing them, you know, because they're, they're, they're better than 90% of the guys in the locker room. That's a quote. Oh, uh, a, a direct quote. Yeah. yeah. Wait, excuse me? What was that quote? Oh, you, that again? you didn't know that? Mer- no, she, Mercury, Mercule, whatever the hell his name is. Mercurio. Mercurio. Yeah, you know what? I only remember names right of people guy, I like. Right and uh, he said he pulled, uh, it was a little guy, Joe. Yeah. The, the yeah. guy who was always in trouble because he smiles too much. Uh, I like the kid. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he pulled him aside. And, uh, man, you're going to love this. <laughs> Luke, you're gonna love this. Please don't get upset. Hey, I'm, all, I'm, I'm already you getting mad. So he comes over <laughs> to him, pulls him aside. And he's like, "Hey, look, I need to outheal you in this match. So you know we're gonna do what I want to do. And just so you know, you and I are better than ninety percent of the guys in this locker room. So do what I want you to do because I need to outheal you on this one." Listen, if that's a verbatim hey, quote and not quote I'm unquote on good authority and reliable sources, bro, he. Uh, as a veteran and a pro, literally anybody that's had du- double digit years of experience, I've been in the ring with, he's the worst. Easy, hands out. That that pisses me off. Not Have you ever to- heard that? Hey, Luke, listen. Uh, well, I, <laughs> you and I, I are working I tonight. Be- Look, Luke, I need to outheal you. <laughs> so, don't do any of your cool shit, okay? All right. Yeah, yeah, don't get don't get over. I gotta get Here's on. what's gonna happen, Luke. I'm gonna shine you up real good, okay? Then I'm gonna cut you off. I'm gonna put a little heat on you. Then I'm gonna blow a comeback on you. Then I'm gonna hit my finish. Uh, you know, because I, I gotta have it tonight. Because you know, you and I are better than ninety percent of the guys in this locker room. So, uh, you know, ninety eight percent. Man, now, hey, I can't. I can't say nothing, bro. I'm not in the Smashing Pumpkin videos. I can't say nothing. Uh, <laughs> court, uh, court. I am. Jeezy, you need to come back and be the judge. Yeah, because I I know Jeezy's going to pronounce sentence. It's going to be way worse than what I do. I think a double head shaving is the only way to go. But then, you know. Hey, he really said that. Yeah, swear to God. 90%. Absolute. Well, to be fair, I don't know know who's in the locker room anymore. I haven't been there like so. If y'all are the other ten percent, then uh, yeah, know, I'm fine. With I'm the ten percent. I'm in the ten percent. I don't know who. I don't know who the other. Everybody in this podcast. Trevor, Aaron, uh, EC3. Although EC3 is usually a one percenter, but in this case, I agree. But I mean, say outside of y'all, no. who is he talking about? No, he's he's better than La Rebellion. Oh he's yeah, better sure than he Camille. is. He's better than Tom. He's oh, better than EC3. God. Here's the real question. 
Let's, Are we let's getting ten percent t-shirts? Yeah. Ten percent t-shirts. Is it? Yes. Is it ninety percent? I, I will have it done. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Okay. No, I thought we're ten percent. Yeah, we're ten percent. I thought you said ninety-eight. I was like, holy hell! Oh, it keeps rising. Yeah, so it's going to keep rising as okay. I as I go. Uh, actually, yeah, Luke, uh, your son was in a match with uh, a few of those guys, and I grabbed him uh, before he was getting ready to go out when they were trying to put their match together, and I said, "You don't take a back seat to anyone in there. You any liberties, any any attempts to stifle you, you go ahead and do the voodoo that you do because there's nothing they can do about it." Did he do it? Uh, yeah, yes, he did. All right, uh, All right. but Good. he didn't. He didn't. But he didn't do anything nefarious. He just made he sure that they sold his stuff. No, he. No, no. I'm just saying, like he locked it in because I know when they were trying to slow him down because they can't keep up. You know. Yeah. But that's yeah. but that's the thing. That's one thing in this business. You know, in this sport that you have to look out for is is uh, and it's like that in, in like boxing and stuff where guys they get they get booked on the car because they take a good knockout, you know, <laughs> they get, you know, and you see them in the right. ring with a real, you know, and they're just getting smoked, you know, and and then, but if you let those guys, you know, walk over to the thing, like, hey, listen, I need you to take a few punches for me, you know, make me yeah. look good. Ninety <laughs> percent? Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Yep. That's why I put a hey. bounty. Yeah. It's like. Can I, can my return match be against Makushu? Good luck booking him. He's tough. Like he's. Guys, he brought in sunglasses for all of us. You should be oh ashamed of Oh, my God, yourself. he did that. He you should be ashamed of I didn't yourself. get sunglasses. Oh, that's, that's his claim to fame. Gee, I wonder what $5 store got robbed of sunglasses 15 to 10 <laughs> minutes before the show. Like he, the re, he's got, I got beef with him as I brought him on this podcast to tell his state, his story of heroism yep. in the Walmart. And he was lying to me the whole time and we figured it out. Just a friend. Just a friend. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> I was done with him at that point. And then, uh, uh you know, hey, those, those are two guys, what people would do. you know, Freeman, I'm just, cause we've spent so much time trying to help Freeman and uh, I'm like, we're not doing it anymore. And Aaron kept doing it. So Aaron wants to keep helping him. So I have no choice uh, but to to end him in some way. Like free wasn't title. Wasn't there show. a match challenge as well? Huh? Were we? Wasn't there a? Yeah. Match so we're working. Uh, uh, Freedom Cantor uh, wants to get. I talked to him, and he's his people. Apparently, he has people. Uh, they're getting back to me, whatever. But the uh, the conversation's been had. The green light's been lit. And um, oh. you know the we're we're putting it together, but here's the thing, and I really thought about this. We get no one. First of all, no one boos a guy whose last name is Freedom. First of all, no one boos Freedom. No, no. So we can't we can't have that. And two, ah, if we had uh, who celebrities are, they're not even green; they're yellow, and you put them in the ring. With a guy like Freeman, you're going to inspire every person who's never wrestled oh. to get in the business. You're going to be like, "Oh man, I can do that!" Like, uh, you know. So it has to be. It needs to be handled by a higher and in higher my opinion, food Brady, chain. Brady's a star, so you got Brady stuck with 
Freeman and I hate it. Brady That's just and my personal. No, hey, you know I, what? Oh, Brady, man, you know what? We, you know, what? beating up. Like I said, the reason why I'm beating Freeman up a little bit is because uh, you spend so much time. You give him the thing to execute, and the only thing he likes to do is dance with Rolando. Yeah. So you know, but Rolando got over. But the yeah. star, and, and you're a thousand percent right. Uh, the star is that kid. I think. Uh, I think. But he listens, you know, and when I, when I mean listen is like people out there, are you telling them what to do? No, we don't. It's like they come to you for help. You give them pointers. You give them constructive criticism. That takes time. You have to sit, watch yeah. their matches and, and look at their footwork and look what they're doing and the psychology. And then you spend, you know, you spend, you watch the match for 35 minutes or whatever the hell it is. Then you got to talk to them for another 45 minutes. And then they got another match the next day. And you're like, okay, try this and this. And do the same thing as if you never said a word to them when you just wasted four hours that could be talking to your family, working on your right. own shit, downloading an app, maybe writing a song, working on my second book. Who knows what I could have been doing with that four hours that I will never get back. So the only way Time I feel good about it, asset. the only way I feel good about it is if someone shaves his head. And brings me the hair in the bag. Now, I saw Plunkett posted on social media, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and said, did somebody say bounty? So Plunkett has two reasons. One, uh, he does not have hair. And I'm fine with him making a wig out of whatever Freeman has left uh, of his hair and wearing it. But I, I feel like it's beginning. I don't have an Adrian Adonis with a leather jacket and a briefcase. But, uh, you know, I'm channeling my inner Bobby the Brain Heenan here. And I put a bounty on him. I s- Don't sleep on Plunkett. Oh, I'm capable. not. I am focused. Oh, yeah. Very capable. Yeah, I feel like this needs but to you, happen. Hey, you want to know what I, what I like about Freeman? Nothing. That blew your joke. I'm sorry. Actually, Tyrus, and I'm I'm sorry. Like you're the only one that would know this. Do you remember Phil from FCW? Yeah, I would know that. Oh, wait a minute. EC, I'm sorry. The yeah, Wolfman. Right. Yeah. Phil saved me. Yes. I don't. You know what? He will go down in my. If I was to have a vote, if they were to tell me who is the Hall of Fame at FCW, it would be Phil. Yeah, for sure. For one who reason, coolest guy ever. One reason. Yeah. Three o'clock in the morning. You're stuck at a place you shouldn't be. Your truck is towed. Guess who shows up? Makes a call. Gets your car back. Yep. Magically pulls out the three hundred bucks to buy off the corrupt truck tow truck driver, and acts like it's not. And then literally nothing happened. Nothing happened. He was the original. He is the Wolfman from Pulp Fiction. He can make any problem go away. Uh, if you ever need an Elmo for a birthday party, he's got you. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. His his father invented Elmo. So he comes oh, from a, wow. tickle me Elmo. Yeah, tickle me Elmo. He awesome. comes from a lineage of, of of great minds. But he was uh, I was in Vegas one time when uh, he was uh, out of the business and uh, uh, met with him for lunch. And literally, you know, I went to pay, and the waitress was like, "Oh no, no, you're good. You're with Phil." I mean, that's the kind of guy he. I was like, "This is unbelievable. We're in Vegas." I'm like, uh, I asked him once, "Are you mafia or a mob?" And he was like. I'm just a, you know, just a regular ordinary citizen, just uh, happy to help out. And I said, you know what? Enough said. I don't need to ask anymore. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to ask anymore. But you know what? Phil listened. Not like Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. But I was saying, Plunkett, in my opinion, looks like has the exact same face as him. Minus, Plunkett. you know. Oh, yeah. How dare Plunkett, you besmirch? Yeah, how dare you besmirch Plunkett? How dare you? No, I, I I just think he looks exactly like Phil. Oh, Plunkett, yeah, Plunkett Plunk- and Phil, yes. Yeah. Freeman, no, exactly no, 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 Plunkett's no. good. 
Yeah. So oh, he's he's really good. Good. I like yes. Plunkett and his tag partner. I think they're both extremely talented. I do too. But not Freeman. I had an idea for Plunkett. And and not Makushio. His real name is probably like Phil or Sam or John. We need to stop calling this Mercurial stuff. His name's probably Bro- like Bro- Brian. Idol. I bet his name, you know what? His name uh, is Merle. I'm calling him Merle from now on. He's Merle. Whenever Mer- I see him, I don't speak to him anyways, but if I ever had to, like move Merle. <laughs> 90%. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Uh, well, we started out nice, Jeezy. Hey. We tried to be positive, but, you know, Aaron just <laughs> Aaron just infuriates me um, because he's the, he's, the, he's the guy behind the strings of Freeman. I feel like mm. Aaron did this just to, to try to get me off my game and frustrate me. Aaron, I, I have to let Aaron know as a guy who's like taking a bunch of people under his wing, sometimes you have to cut baits. It hurts because you put your time and you're a good person, but if it just never clicks, you're only going to frustrate yourself. It's only going to upset you, and then you're going to grow to resent them. Like a hypothetical guy, let's say his name's Vinny Pacifico, who texts me all the time. Like he's already <laughs> messed up so many times on the things I've told him to do where like, it's like... <clears throat> It just infuriates me to see his name because I know if I take the time and I will, he's not going to do anything with that time. So hey, he's doing not. He's doing some of the things you told him. I seen him get uh put some size on. No, nah, well, you know, our punch. <laughs> you got to eat those. Uh, we're working on a new sponsor. Apparently, uh, we got a call from the. Uh, Testicle Festival. So uh, as long as we agree, uh, Aaron, Aaron's going to do an autograph signing there. So he'll be giving us sacks of money before we know it. Yep, just bring in the dump truck. But uh, hey, hey, GZ man, appreciate you coming out today, and glad to hear things are going good. You're going to be back with us next week. Um, yes, sir. You know, oh, yeah. and uh, like I said, I was. Uh, I'm not going to talk about my little dumb illness I had to deal with because it was nothing like what. Uh, Jeezy was dealing with, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm back a hundred percent and I'm feeling good, but, um, yeah. you know, uh, had a monster day in the gym today. So I'm starting to feel, feel like my old self scaring puny humans. It's, uh, it's one of the things I enjoy. <laughs> um, but for, uh, you know, of course the regular crew, uh, I had no idea Luke was on and then I heard him and I was like, wait a minute, where the hell? So, uh, glad the band is back together. We just got to figure out what's going on with Kevin. Um, we need to reach Have out. Heard no, I was, uh, I was dealing with my own, uh, illness and stuff and, uh, was dealing with, uh, you know, uh, just having nine Life. jobs and no days off. Uh, but, uh, we need to see what's going on with our buddy Kevin. Hopefully Kevin's doing well and uh, he needs to give us a call. Uh, probably give him a call after the show tonight, just to see where he's at. But, uh, hopefully we get Kevin back on here. Good brother check. Yep. yep. Yeah. Do the brother check. And, uh, I believe the head of the brother check is Trevor. So. Yes, he is. I have no problem. I have no problem leading that charge. Yep. Nope. Uh, all right. All right, fellas. I got to go get ready to do the Gutfeld show where you can catch me at. And then, right. of course, uh, my uh, critically acclaimed stand-up comedy shows just had uh, another big weekend. And uh, two weeks from now, I got a show in Biloxi and a show in uh, Gulfport. Just about uh, – Gulfport sold out. I got – uh, they opened up the back of the arena. Otherwise, uh, Biloxi would be sold out. So now the 
Upper Upper Deck is now open, so we'll have some tickets available for that. But you can we'll check that out. Sell some more tickets. We'll be at. Uh, you can check me out at no. Linktree. Uh, yeah, you know it's um, every time I do the stand up show, I walk off going, "Why the hell am I bumping?" Um, right. But are you doing anything in North Carolina around the Crockett Cup? Um, you know what I was thinking about it, but I feel like that's going to be a real physical weekend. It is. You know, uh, is. two days and, uh, you know, uh, my tag partner, I'm the captain, of course. Um, of course. Uh, and, um, but uh, we've been, our name has been selected. Uh, the Midnight Riders will be uh, in the Crockett Cup. And, uh, you know, so we're looking forward to. Uh, so you and I could actually meet up again in, in this. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. I'm hoping I can meet Freeman and the, the his team in the quarterfinals or the opening match. Yo, um, do you have any you got any of your stand up coming to the East Coast anytime soon? Um, I'm working on it. I did one in Jersey, and I'm getting ready. I think I'm gonna do another one in uh, I think New York and Philly. I'm just we're, we're getting. I'm getting the booking calls I'm getting from arenas and venues and stuff. Uh, but at the same time, I'm uh, also in the middle of negotiating uh, the streaming of the comedy show. So it's like a lot of moving parts. And then on top of that. Uh, so uh, but, yeah, there's going to be some more dates. I, I have a I'm in possession of a, a free building now that I'm building out to be my little empire. And I think stand up comedy show might be a perfect fit. Yeah, I'd be happy to do it. Thank you. Cleveland, Ohio. Yep. Take, oh, take uh, it back to Cleveland one more time. Yep. One, well, what's, what's for the, the right what's, time. What's the date on Alexi? What's the date on Alexi again? Uh, next week. Next Friday. Next the nineteenth. Yep, 18th and 19th. Okay. One's in Biloxi, one's okay. in Gulfport. Uh, I'll text you the actual date. I might have it mixed up. I think one, it's Thursday or Friday. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I got two dates. And then uh, I can do Thursday. Uh, I definitely want to make Thursday. All right, so, cool. Uh, I'll get you the information, and I'll, I'll, I'll put you down. But anybody else wants to look for tickets, check it out on Linktree. Uh, most of the shows, unfortunately, are sold out, ladies and gentlemen, although we're working on some encore performances. But uh, just stay tuned and check my social media. And, again, fellas, much love. Jeezy. Glad your spirits are up. Uh, we're going to get through this. And uh, y'all have a good week, man. And I'll, and I'll holler at you. You too. Jason in the House, the Jason Chaffetz Podcast. Dive deeper than the headlines and the party lines as I take on American life, politics, and entertainment. Subscribe now on foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts.